0: Hello, skeptics and believers, and welcome back to Bat Boy Lives, the unofficial weekly world news podcast in which we explore the weird world around us. Uh, First off, I'd like to apologize about our uh, absence. Uh, Life has been crazy, and we just haven't been recording because doing podcast stuff is hard, and I'm very lazy.
1: I was just about to say, yeah, we're
0: just lazy. That's the actual (laughs) excuse. (laughs) Anyways, I'm your host. My name is Tristan, and uh, things are going to be a little different today because I had to fire Mike. For talking about uh, anti Bigfoot propaganda, yeah. So with me today is my co-host uh, Mike's
1: clone. Hello. How's it going, Mike's clone? Pretty good. Um, I'm like a clone of a clone, so I might be off a little bit, but we'll see. How okay, this goes. yeah,
0: and we we have brainwashed you with pro Bigfoot propaganda, so we're we're cool. good to go.
1: Yes, I'll hail Bigfoot.
0: Alright, <laughs> um, so today we're doing a, uh, a Halloween special, and what that means is uh, we're doing absolutely nothing different. Nope. Uh, I just wanted to do, you know, a Halloween special in the title, because it's Halloween.
1: Oh yeah, you, you gotta do a Halloween episode if you're doing the, the paranormal, I mean.
0: Right? That's It just feels right. Uh, I went and I tried to find some of the scariest weekly world news uh, articles that I could find. So uh, I just want to give a content warning. This this episode is going to be very spooky. Um, You know, don't don't if you have kids, you know, make sure to put them in the other room while you listen to this, because it's (laughs) going to scare the heck out of them and it'll give them nightmares and it will traumatize them for the rest of their lives.
1: And, of course, if you're pregnant, heart condition, medication, blah, 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 you probably should not listen to this episode.
0: Yeah, it will kill you. The cringe will kill you. I mean... You will just... Well, the fear. It's not cringe. It's fear. Could
1: you Could you fear of something so cringy that, it, like, I don't know. I guess the fear would kill you then, in, you know, in anticipation <laughs> of the cringe. Well, I... Fe-
0: <laughs> I feel like fear and cringing is like that's two different responses that trigger like two different things inside you. Sounds like we need. To to... I mean, at least me, for me, I don't. I don't fear the the things I cringe about. I I don't know. This is we're getting way off topic right now. This isn't scary at all, Mike. I mean, clone of Mike. All right. Anyways, let's get into some of the articles I picked out for today. Uh, for the first article, I decided let's uh let's. Dig into what Bat Boy is. You know, we were named after Bat Boy, but we haven't really oh, talked yeah. about him on the podcast yet. So our first article is Bat Boy found in West Virginia cave. Creature has huge eyes that can see in the dark and big ears that work like radar. There may be thousands more just like him, say scientists.
1: What thousands?
0: Yeah, that's the interesting thing about this article, and I don't know if they ever touch on it again because I haven't actually read any of these articles, like any of the articles about Bat
1: Boy. But yeah.
0: uh, part of the part of the thing is like they. They're thinking that there might be, like, a whole civilization about, like, bat people.
1: Huh. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So, we're going all the way back to 1992. There's a picture of Bat Boy. I mean, everybody's seen the Bat Boy photo. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a picture of the cave that he was found in, and then there's a couple of random pictures of just
1: bats. Maybe they're his pets or something. I I don't know. Maybe. That would be kind of weird, though. He's, like, part bat. So, I mean, why would... Well, it's kind of like Disney where, like, uh, Goofy has, like, Pluto as a pet or something. And they're both dogs. Yeah, it's like, how does this work?
0: <laughs> that's that's the scariest thing of all this Halloween. That fills me with existential dread. Dude, some of those
1: Mickey TV shows, those kids shows, they're pretty pretty crazy. <laughs> I gotta say.
0: Anyway, let's, uh, let's get into this. Uh, this is an article by Bill Creighton. Scientists claim to have found an astonishing bat boy in a West Virginian cave. I want to stop there because uh, West Virginia has all the cool cryptids. Like, that's where really? uh, Mothman is. Huh. Yeah, like they they have a lot of cryptids in West Virginia, and I don't know why. Um, they are like rated on like the lowest happiness of all like the entire country. So maybe like unhappy people see cryptids more.
1: I guess or cryptids know to they manifest in areas of unhappiness or yeah
0: something. I don't. It's just it's really strange to me that like West Virginia.
1: I wonder how like sparse or unpopulated West Virginia is. Maybe cryptids just hang out there because there's not too many people in that state or something.
0: Yeah, I I know literally two things about West Virginia. One of them is cryptids, and the other is uh the the podcasters, the McElroys, come from there, and that's like literally all I know about West Virginia.
1: All I know about West Virginia, it's west of Virginia. That's that's all I know. I'm glad you put that in there. No problem. <laughs> Just here, educational show. <laughs>
0: okay, so getting back into it, uh, the strange creature has enormous amber eyes that enable him to see in the dark, and oversized ears that work like radar. Even stranger, Dr. Ron Dillon says the boy communicates with high-pitched squeaks and squeals and refuses to eat anything but flying insects that he catches himself. I hardly know what to make of it, said the zoologist. The boy appears to be human, but he is unlike any other human I've ever seen. His eyes are twice as big as they should be, and his ears are like satellite dishes. Uh, the boy clearly belongs to a race of people who live miles beneath the Earth's surface, and it is my guess that they evolved bat-like features and abilities to enable them to survive in total darkness.
1: I got that. So they captured him out of a cave. I mean, I don't know if they're going to say how intelligent Bat Boy is, but isn't it kind of just like, I don't know, jacked up to like, hey, there's a kid in a cave. <laughs> Kidnap let's take, a child let's, let's with take the name of science. You know, it's like, who, <laughs> who knows what these bat people are like? We don't know, you know, if they could just be, you know, coming out and flying out in spaceships or something looking for their kid, you know, while they're raising right. all of this. But
0: something I find interesting is like, it, it reminds me of the, the Time Machine book. And I guess the movie, like the, the Morlocks, like the, oh, okay. the underground people that like the yeah. main guy fights against. Like, it makes me think of that, but with, like, bat features.
1: I don't know why it's just kind of cool he has, like, amber color eyes. I don't know why. That's just kind of actually kind of cool. It's or, a, kind of a random thing to include, I guess. Like, Yeah, it's, it's a unique color, and you know, I don't know, I'm just trying to imagine, like, Bat Boy in color think he just kind of cool.
0: Okay, well, think of it this way. Like, when somebody says, I saw Bigfoot, the last question on your mind is, what color were his eyes?
1: Yeah, but Bat Boy, though, he has, like, big old giant eyes, you know, and, uh. It's like it's like you know you probably would never forget the color of you know the yeti fur or whatever.
0: There's no telling how many of these creatures are down there. He added, "This particular boy was all alone, but almost certainly strayed from a much larger tribe or pack."
1: Okay, see, yeah, tribe, like tribe to me implies like intelligence of some some sort if they are actually. Well, are a what tribe. is
0: that based on? It just
1: says like they assume that he came from like a tribe or a pack, but probably yeah, who knows? They might be solitary creatures. You know, it just might be just you know his yeah, mom they're just and making assumptions. Yeah, they, they don't know. Dr. Ron Dillon, you don't know Jack Diddley Squat, all right? Look at this guy. was probably <laughs> taken in, like, the freaking 50s, so. And look how old he was in that picture. So he, he was probably, like, 110 when he went down that cave. Probably <laughs> didn't go down a cave. Probably just, like, wandered around a grocery store, found some kid with, like, some, you know, mild deformities, or just, you know, he had huge eyes and ears, and here, here we go, we got Bat Boy story. We're all making a lot of assumptions right now. <laughs>
0: Dylan and seven colleagues found the so-called Bat Boy during a study of subterranean life in a previously uncharted cave east of the Seneca Rocks in the Shenandoah Mountains. Sure. Uh, The scientist said that he and his team were approximately two miles underground when they heard a two-foot, 19-pound creature squealing frantically in an apparent plea for help. We turned our lights on the direction of the cries and found the boy with his bare foot wedged in a crack between two rocks, said the expert. To tell you the truth, I thought I was seeing things. The last thing I expected to find at that great depth was another human being, much less one that looks like he came from outer space. Dylan said he freed the boy's foot and lifted him up for a closer look. The child appeared to be stunned at first, and then lashed out like an animal caught in a trap. I couldn't believe how strong he was. Continued the expert. He scratched and clawed and fought like crazy. We finally subdued him with a tranquilizer injection. I that caught me because why are they carrying around like tranquilizer darts?
1: But, and plus, like they don't know how big or what his you know systems like. So yeah, that it, could like kill him. They but, could kill him or like it'd just have no effect, or you know just.
0: But okay, we're we're in a cave expedition. Like, what's the first thing you bring? Tranquilizer darts.
1: Yes, exactly. For, forget the flashlight, forget the helmets, bring nothing but trank darts, and I guess I'm, I'm bring some guns also. Okay, well, I
0: guess it makes sense, because have you ever seen the movie The Descent?
1: I guess, yeah. There's yeah. I mean, I guess they were ahead of the thing, just like, okay, there might Ooh, be some shit, bat creatures maybe, down here.
0: Maybe The Descent is, like, about Boy's family. Like, oh, those dang. creatures were kind of bat-like.
1: I didn't think about that, yeah. It could yeah, be, that uh, just, like, clicked in my head right now. Holy they, cow. They just have a baby Descent, and that's all they have, you know? <laughs> Then we brought him up to the surface and
0: took him to a private hospital for testing and observation. Since that time, we have learned a great deal about him, but we still have more questions than answers. Dylan said the bat boy appears to be three or four years old and has adapted to life in captivity quicker than expected. Feeding was a problem at first, but the boy has been eating well and has actually gained weight since the scientists stopped giving him human foods and began to flood his room with bugs. We get them from laboratories involved in insect research and release them into his room by the millions, said Dylan. Uh, Like a bat, the boy cannot tolerate bright light but he still manages to consume his own weight and bugs every single day by locating their position with his radar-like ears and catching them with his mouth and hands. Needless to say, he is extremely active. When it's time to feed, he moves like lightning. It's the most astonishing thing I've ever seen. Dylan refuses to pinpoint the location of the cave where the boy was found or say where the child is being held. He did say that he is planning on a second expedition in the hopes of proving that the boy belongs to a subterranean civilization that exists miles beneath our feet. This strange little boy might very well lead us to a world within a world, says the expert. No matter what happens, he's going to change the way we think about mankind and evolution forever. So, something interesting like, in all the articles we've read before, it was filled with like super corny jokes, but this is like, it's played
1: pretty straight. It's pretty, it seems like at least this article, at least like the other articles in this issue, seem like they try to like skirt the line between like, it's real, but it's kind of outlandish.
0: I I think it's because it's an earlier article, like a lot of the articles we've covered before have been like from the 2000s. So they're all filled with like really bad jokes. Whereas this one, like they're still taking themselves seriously.
1: Yeah, I guess at the end they're like, all right, let's just all just do, you know. Clinton's abducted by aliens and left on Antarctica. Sure, you know, just like, it's the crazy stuff like that. But well,
0: they they still did that in the nineties, but I feel like they played them a lot more straight. I I just wanted to comment on the Bat Boy mythos in general. Is it gets a lot weirder. Like Bat Boy does a lot of stuff, and I, I still want to do an episode strictly about Bat Boy, but I just wanted to like cover his like first story just for Halloween. We've we've talked about how he went and he got Saddam Hussein.
1: You know, like he was responsible for bringing him down. Bring him. I wouldn't be surprised. He got Osama. He probably got that uh, ISIS guy we just got not too long ago. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the government probably trained him to, like, specifically hear in, like, terrorist stuff. (laughs) But, like,
0: obviously this is a person that has a lot of intelligence because, like, he goes on all these escapades. He, like, he runs from the law for a while and then he, like, works with the government and, like, he just, like, there's all this crazy stuff that goes on.
1: That is true. So, yeah, they just ripped this kid out of this cave. I mean, granted, his foot was stuck and who knows what happened to him, but... Still, at least just, like, pulled out his foot and then, you know, go. But the same... I don't know, because as scientists at the same time, I would want to maybe capture him. But maybe I do know, study him and then release him back into the cave after a while It's like a tracker right. to see if he can find his uh, family or whatever. But- and
0: something interesting to note is this article was written in 1992, and it says he's about three or four years old, which means now he's, like, in his 30s. When they talk about him, they still call him Bat Boy, for one. Like, I'm 30 years old, and I don't want to be called, like, a boy, like... <laughs>
1: Well, I, I mentioned in a previous episode, I, I'm pretty sure Batboy is just like the Gary Coleman of cryptids.
0: Yeah, because he's still, like, in everything he's published in, he's still depicted
1: looking the same way. Like, he's still small. He's exactly, exactly the same looks, you know, same face, same pose, and all that stuff. I mean, either he's, like, got Gary coleman or he's just, like, I don't know, he just doesn't age. He just looks good, no matter what. Like, he'll be, like, you know, 60. Like, man, dude, Batboy's looking good for 60. But, uh, so yeah, apparently Batboy's really fast, pretty strong for his size. Yeah. And stuff. So I mean, this is like the this whole like superhero origins going on here. Essentially, yeah,
0: I kind of feel like that's what they're going for with it.
1: So I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thirty. He'd have a bat family, some bat kids. But what, what was bat kids be like? Bat boy boys or bat boy kids or <laughs> bat kids? I don't now, know. see, I don't if know. I
0: was writing for Weekly World News, I would want to like do the continuation of Bat Boy and like Bat Boy Junior. <laughs>
1: I feel like they could get pretty wild with it, like more wild than they have already. The last episode for Batboy should have been he returns back to his cave to like try to find his family, here his <laughs> civilization. Yeah,
0: I don't know if they ever did anything like that. That's that's a good point. All right, so we've talked about
1: we, we've talked about Batboy for like
0: twenty minutes. Let's let's move on to the next article. Okay. Uh, so Mike, you know what the uh like the scariest Halloween monster is? I mean, I'm sure it's subjective to
1: person, but uh,
0: no, it's objective.
1: Whatever, dude. I don't care. It's <laughs> ghosts. Ghosts are the scariest things because. They can teleport, they can follow you, they can walk through walls, they can look like almost anything.
0: Okay, well, that's- those are some very good points, but also, you're completely wrong because the answer is vampires. Oh,
1: come on, dude. Like, vampires went extinct, like, back in, like, Romania, 1700s, or whatever. Well,
0: Weekly World News says otherwise. Oh, shit. Because in this article, FBI adds vampire to the top ten most wanted list. What? Georgia- <laughs> Georgia man sleeps in a coffin and sucks the blood from teenage girls. Okay, so wait, that's all it takes to become a vampire now? I mean, sucking blood is kind of like the definitive vampire yeah, trait, does, right? Yeah, but it doesn't
1: make you a vampire. You're just like a cannibal light at that point.
0: Okay, well, look at the picture of this guy. He's got fangs. Cannibals don't have fangs. Yeah,
1: he's got little two little white things. I'm still under the theory that this is a normal guy and the FBI can't catch him. And so he's added these two little white candy corn pieces at the end of his mouth and say, yeah, he's a vampire, sir. You can't capture him even though know, he murdered like 800 people, but... uh
0: Okay, I just want to remind you that the reason why your predecessor was fired was for being a skeptic,
1: so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I totally believe uh, <laughs> believe this, yes. Okay, good, thank you. He, this man is number one, right? We must find him and destroy him immediately.
0: <laughs> All right, so this is an article by Connie Lawrence. The FBI made vampire Paul Marriott the most wanted criminal in America in a secret memorandum dated November 14th, but you'll never see his picture in a post office because the agency believes the news will cause a national panic.
1: Oh, i say FBI's must be working with a SCP here, you know, to <laughs> keep things low. I mean, this guy must be hardcore if... Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. SCP is working with the FBI openly here. Catcher guy. Well, he
0: is a vampire, so that's pretty hardcore. That's true. Yeah. That's the word from author and FBI expert John Stockton, who quotes highly placed agency insiders as having said that Marriott, 42, made the FBI's list after he attacked 38 teenage girls with his fangs and sucked their blood. Uh, he kind of sounds like a pervert. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting that vibe. Also, also with uh, did, he, did he kill them or did he just suck their blood? Uh, I don't know. Let's... Keep reading and we'll find out. Uh, I know it sounds like something out of a horror movie, but Paul Marriott and the threat he presents to us is real, says Stockton, whose riveting new book, Criminals the FBI is Too Afraid to Talk About, is slated for a January release. Marriott is a savage predator who would stop at nothing for his unrelenting quest for blood. According to Stockton's sources, Marriott has already attacked victims in 11 states, but nobody has a clue to his whereabouts. The FBI declined to comment, pending official review of Mr. Stockton's new book. In spite of official silence, insiders privately confirmed that Marriott is not only the FBI's most wanted criminal, he suffers from a rare nutritional deficiency that causes a craving for human blood, and makes him a vampire by any medical definition you wish to apply." Is there a medical definition for vampire?
1: I don't know. If they, if you drink blood, is it considered vampirism? Yeah, I've never heard of it. a
0: medical definition for vampire. Nah.
1: I don't know. To me, it's, like I said, to me, that's just cannibalism light.
0: Yeah. Uh, this man literally feasts on human blood, which is a characteristic of the medical condition known as vampirism, says the agency source. That's not to say Marriott is supernatural, although his ability to elude authorities may seem to suggest as much. You won't find him on our standard most wanted list, continue to the source, because that is reserved for ordinary murderers, bank robbers, and the like. Marriott is on our secret most wanted list, which is populated by criminals the FBI doesn't want the general public to know anything about.
1: So what's the point of having the list? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, just get leaked or something, but it, it's supernatural... Although his ability to elude authorities uh, may seem to exist as much. So, yeah, see, this is where he's just running away from the FBI. He just eludes them every time. They're like, oh, he's a, he's so good. He must be a, a vampire. Because,
0: like, Dracula could turn into, like, mist and stuff, which would kind of explain, like, the ability to avoid the, the cops.
1: Nah, he just got in a car and drove off. And then the cops <laughs> try to show the up. scariest <laughs> vampire power show of all. Show up two days later. <laughs> gets in his, <and> like... <laughs> beat down Impala and just drives off. Uh, To say that Marriott is a man without a past
0: is an understatement. According to Stockton, the FBI has devoted thousands of hours to the investigation, and all they really know is that he tells victims that he hails from Georgia and sleeps in a coffin. I mean, those are two things that vampires do, right? They come from Georgia and they sleep in coffins. Any old weirdo can do that. Yeah, but vampires do it more often. They do, but... Uh, Marriott surfaced in New York and claimed his first victim last January. Since that time, he has stayed on the move, attacking teenage girls from coast to coast. He was arrested on multiple traffic charges in a small and as of yet unidentified Alabama town in September. But he escaped less than five hours after he was taken into custody and hasn't been seen since, the FBI source said.
1: See, okay, this is still under my theory that they're just all idiots. He's not. He has nothing magical (laughs) about him. It's like, oh, we arrested him. He got away five hours later. It's like, well, what happened? Well, uh, he just ran, but he was really fast because he was a vampire. Did you try to shoot him? I I did.
0: His, our bullets bounced off him. Yeah. Bounced off.
1: Of course they missed, but, uh, yeah. And yeah, bullets bounced off. No effect. Maybe we need silver bullets, you know, and so on and so on. Yeah. You better, you better pump up our pay because we're dealing with vampires.
0: You need to pay us more. The Alabama arrest report provided us with just about everything that is known about Marriott, who is 42 years old, stands six foot two, weighs in the neighborhood of 190 pounds, speaks English with a heavy French accent, and appears to be well healed. What does that mean? I don't know. This these describe like Tommy Wiseau. We'll get into that. Uh, I'm not at liberty to say how we linked him to the attacks of 38 young women, but to suffice to say, the crime scenes weren't clean. Whether by intent or sloth, Marriott left clues with each victim. We're convinced that he is guilty, and as long as he remains free, he should be
1: considered extremely dangerous, a vampire's thirst for blood, is insatiable. Yeah, I'm still into the theory. Like, I'm assuming he's killing these people. I mean, saying, like, how there's like, a messy crime scene. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't say they killed him. It just says he mutilated victims with his fangs. Well, when you get mutilation and messy crime scenes, usually it's implied that the person didn't survive. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, I'm
0: really disturbed by the fact that he seems to target teenage
1: girls. Uh, I'm... Not okay with that. He's just a purvo. But, I mean, granted, though, like, in all the o- old, like, vampire pictures you see, you always see, you know, like, Dracula standing over with some young woman or whatever. But the thing is, these aren't women. They're, you know, they say, what, teenage girls? Yeah, they're girls. Like, they aren't adults. So, yeah, I'm assuming these are between the ages of, you know, like, 13 and 17 or something. Yeah,
0: and in my browsing of articles for this one, uh, I never found any follow-up. So, as far as we know, this Paul Marriott guy is... Still at large. Still at large. And what was this
1: issue, from 92? This one's 94. So yeah, he's been out about for 25 years. I mean, well I don't know, maybe he's an old vampire now, after 25 years. Well, I doubt he ages. I mean, it's if
0: he's like a legit Dracula, then he's not gonna age. I don't think he's a vampire. He's just a he,
1: dude that's, with... he's I'm pretty convinced that he's a Dracula. He put the teeth on as a disguise, and he's thrown off the feds saying he's a vampire, and like they'll never catch <laughs> me because they'll be looking for a vampire. Oh, okay, so
0: <laughs> here's how he escaped. He has the fangs, right? Yes. They arrest him, they put him in a cell, he takes the fangs off, and he says, Hey, you've got the wrong guy. And they realized, like, oh, this guy doesn't have fangs, we gotta <laughs> let him go, and then they, they let him out. <laughs>
1: I thought you'd go more elaborate and say, "Oh, he takes off his fangs and picks the lock, and then."
0: No, no, no. It's just the the obviously we're dealing with the dumbest cops in the world, so they think it's a different guy, and they're like, "Oh, how did this innocent guy end up in the cell and they let him out?"
1: That's a very good point. I like. I like that.
0: I feel like your Tommy Wiseau thing really holds a lot of weight because this is a guy who came out of nowhere and speaks with a heavy accent, exactly, and he's pretty tall and has like dark hair. Like that sounds like Tommy Wiseau.
1: Three times oh, this could be his brother or something, you know, yeah, like Paul, we don't know Paul, we don't know where he's from his he's got a weird accent, Paul the wazo, Marriott <laughs> description to scars and marks fangs yeah i like how it's lowercase also i don't know see i think i think this is all bullcrap he's not he's not a vampire he's just some weirdo that's been biting chicks running across state to state
0: no matter what the the idea of this guy is pretty terrifying
1: and i mean this is only they say he's only been on the run for like a year or something like that so he mean he managed to rack up like 38 victims in like roughly like a year or two that's a lot of people
0: so who man. knows how many victims he has now.
1: He keeps that kill count up by now. He could be in the close to a thousand.
0: So we will move on to the next one. This is our last Weekly World News article for today's episode. Uh, it is Satan's skull found in New Mexico.
1: <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm not even laughing at the, the main article. I'm laughing at the one underneath it. <laughs> the man killed himself because he was going bald. <laughs> I mean, some people,
0: I'm not touching on that. Um. So the picture here is an archaeologist. This archaeologist he's holding a uh, a skull with horns on it. A noted archaeologist has unearthed a bizarre, sinister-looking skull in the mountains of northern New Mexico, and he's convinced the artifact is the skull of Satan himself. Dr. Irvin Veres... Fair as veers. Dr. Irvin V says that Discovery proves that the devil once roamed the earth as a flesh and blood being and tests indicate that he died approximately 2,000 years ago. This has to be the archaeological find of all time, the excited scientist told the reporter. We now have a rock-solid evidence that Satan was more than just a supernatural being and to that extent we're on the verge of rewriting biblical history. There are bound to be theologians and others who will argue that this can't possibly be the skull of Satan, that Satan was and is nothing but a spiritual entity, but we have proof that eventually we'll win over even the most determined skeptics. Dr. V said that he will present his proof at a scientific conference in Paris during the first week of October. Of course, the most dramatic evidence that this is indeed Satan is the appearance of the skull itself, including the horns protruding from the top of the head, he said. But we have a mountain of other evidence, including the results of tests performed on the skull by some of the world's foremost scientists. Any discussion of that evidence, however, will have to remain for a formal presentation on October. The Hungarian archaeologist and six assistants discovered the spine-chilling artifact while digging in the foothills of the Sangre de Cristo mountains north of Santa Fe. Uh, we knew the minute we saw it that we'd made a very unusual and very important find, Doctor V said. But it wasn't until we subjected the full battery of tests that we satisfied ourselves that we really had found the skull of Satan. This really bothers me because it's like it's not going to touch on like what the evidence is. It's just like, yeah, dude, believe me, it's Satan.
1: Yeah, it's got horns and stuff. I mean, you look at the. I mean, the next page here, we got a nice big picture of the skull. Now, I guess we'll talk about it because uh, I saw a little bit more of the article, right? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll finish our article and we'll talk about it.
0: All right. The researcher said tests revealed that the devil died during Christ's life on Earth, but tests failed to show what killed him. We have no idea what Satan was doing in the area that is now New Mexico or what did him in, Dr. V said, but he plans to return to the area next month in search of answers for these intriguing questions. We would love to find artifacts that would shed some light on Satan's life and his death, Dr. V said, but even more importantly, we're hoping to find the rest of his remains. Who knows, we may have found out the devil did really did have cloven hooves and a pitchfork tail. <laughs> so this is interesting. It's saying like this was during Jesus's life. Yeah. So, okay. I feel like this doesn't fall under the realm of like the Bible, but like more under the the Book of Mormon, like, like, cause the Book of Mormon is supposed to take place in America. Right. So I, I wonder if I like, talked about, Satan? like, I've never read the Book of Mormon. So um never I know I. there's probably not any uh, Mormon listeners, but if you happen to be Mormon and are listening to this podcast, one, shame on you. <laughs> Two, let us know if they talk about <laughs> Satan like roaming around America. <laughs>
1: Here's the thing. I'll go with the Bible version. What happened was, okay, so, okay, Jesus won Earth, but then the devil was on Earth. They fought, and then they had a loser leaves town match, and then uh, Jesus won, you know, sending the devil out, and the devil moved all the way to, I guess, America land to live out the rest of his days, and then uh, I don't know how how a devil dies. I mean, I guess if he's mortal, then he's got to abide by mortal rules, I guess. I assume he died, like, in a retirement home in New Mexico, was it? Okay, well, here's the good news.
0: Satan's dead, so we don't have to worry about, like, good or bad anymore?
1: That's, that's the thing I was about to say. If he died 2,000 years ago, I mean, then evil's gone.
0: Yeah, so we're, we're all good. Like, like religion is redundant? I feel bad about saying that, but at the same time, like, what conclusion am I supposed to
1: draw off this? I don't know. Well, be re- I say wouldn't be redundant. I mean, there'll still be one side that ex- exists, but it'd just be a... it create a whole weird moral standpoint, because if there's no evil, how can you tell what evil...
0: Yeah, we don't have to worry about it anymore. Like even if we uh, go to hell, like who's guarding it?
1: Nobody's there anymore. Let's just leave. Everyone just just walk out. <laughs> But so they find this devil's skull. Okay, so we got the obvious horns. So yeah, that'd be like my red flag. I mean, well, this thing could just be like a bat boy skull.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why he, like his first conclusion would be the devil. Like my first conclusion would be like, oh, well, this is like some sort of evolutionary path that died out.
1: Or like a birth defect or something. I mean, look at, look at the rest of the skull. The only thing that's kind of odd is like the sides of the head have like this like kind of like flap thing kind of sticking. But then like he's got like, a really pointy chin. Yeah, like extra pointy. Like, yeah, his like his like jaw looks like, r- like shaped really weird. I don't know. He, he reminds me he looked like the demon from uh, Legend, but of course with the horns, not nearly as big. I, I can imagine he'd look like something like that. But Also, on the same page, you can get a, how you can get two lungs to so the price of one. That could be useful, especially with today's healthcare care <laughs> and all that. Yeah, you can never have too many lungs. You, you gotta stock up. I mean, I know you just use my clone or something or me for if you needed a spare lung, but Right, we've got a whole like backlog of you. It just drives me nuts that like
0: it, it says we've got the evidence, but they won't tell us what it is.
1: It's kind of sad because the two or three articles we're doing are like you know discovery stuff. They discovered Bat Boy in the skull. I kind of wish it did exist, so just to be like I don't know, just to see what would happen with all this yeah. stuff. Like. Like with the skull, like the DNA tests the skull. That'd be really interesting to see how that turns out. Like, And okay,
0: this isn't the first time the skull has come up in, or I mean, it's not the last time, I guess, because I was looking through other articles, like other issues, and the skull does pop up again, so I feel like they come back to it. So maybe, you know, further down the line, they eventually... Do say what the evidence was,
1: and we'll have to revisit it sometime. But uh, also, also, what do you think the devil did during his days in New Mexico? A lot of coke. Doing a peyote, probably. It's like, what was going on in New Mexico 2,000 years ago? Like, I mean, there's no evidence. He didn't try to rule or anything. So there's no. Yeah,
0: he was just chilling, just doing his own thing. Before we move on, we need to talk about this week's sponsor. Who are we sponsored by? This week, our podcast is brought to you by The Shack in the Forest.
1: The Shack in the Forest?
0: The Shack in the Forest. Is this this is not another Bigfoot erotic novel? Is it? No, no, no. Okay. This is this is a literal shack in the forest, and it is waiting for you. Uh, just okay. head out into the forest and just walk in any direction until you reach the shack in the forest.
1: Oh, shack in the forest. Okay, at that location is great. If you want to get murdered, I say it is a great location. No, you're not. Just no, to no, the, okay,
0: you're not supposed to talk about the murder. They're supposed. That's a surprise. Oh, oh,
1: oh we're are we are, are we are we do? Oh, we're doing the murder. Is no, that it? no, Michael, no. Right, wait, we're okay.
0: Not, okay listeners, we're not doing we're not stuff. doing a murder. Do not listen.
1: You had me pick up a chainsaw, some chains. I don't know what. I don't know if we're shooting a movie or what's going on here. We're mainly audio based. This this was supposed to be mysterious. Oh man! After the FBI catches that vampire guy, they're going after us. So yeah, to to redeem
0: this offer, <laughs> to redeem this offer, just head out into the forest and just walk in any direction until you reach the shack in the forest.
1: We would highly prefer if you were under the age of twenty five. Stupid. Um, bring <laughs> friends. Uh, bring drugs also. That seems to be always also a thing <laughs> with that kind of stuff. Bring lots of money. Even though it's not really a horror thing, but that'd be really cool if you can bring a lot of money to that shack, um, for reasons. And, uh, I mean, yeah, just, just go out. It's like Tristan said, just go out to the forest and even if it isn't a shack, just any old building that looks like it's going to fall on top of you the second you enter it. Just go there and wait. Do we have a number they can call? No. To let them know that they're in the shack. No, oh, there's no, okay. no
0: number. We'll we we just get head to the uh, we, shack. I mean, the, and
1: the, we will the not we uh, the the uh, someone so- someone head, that's head not to us. the shack and they will find you. Well, we'll be fine. Just p- we'll put on some fangs and then they'll think it's um maybe with me. You know, maybe if I cut my hair a little bit <laughs> and uh, put on some fangs and it like, hey, he looks a little foreign-y kind of guy, it must be the vampire. So we totally frame the vampire guy with this. <laughs> <laughs> the shack will take double skulls. Also, what what else should these uh people bring to the shack just in- I,
0: this went in a completely different direction than i was really anticipating so i don't even know where to go from here
1: <laughs> i don't know what we're selling we're selling sh- sh- shack. are we selling the shacks in no. the shed okay no it's I wait by the shed
0: this was supposed to be ominous and spooky it wasn't like supposed to be like specific okay so okay so
1: i wait there at the shack yes for the people then i, I do stuff and then then the murder happens the m- oh oh bur- murder no <laughs> <laughs> What the, I thought there's some kids going to show by with like drugs and devil skulls and we're going to just hang out and show my chainsaw and chains and all that stuff. And screw you, man. you <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> It's like, wh- wh- where's that? Where's that? Wh- wh- when are we gonna get that one sponsor? We'll I talk about shaving your balls or something. Like, wh- when are we what? getting them?
0: <laughs> I don't listen to the same podcasts you do. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's move on to current events. Okay. I tried to find something sufficiently spooky for Halloween, and I didn't find something spooky, but I did find something Halloween adjacent. Oh, nice. Okay, so the, I, I found this on, on HuffPost.com. The title of this article is Creationist Ken Ham Wants You to Threaten Kids with Eternal Hell on Halloween.
1: Uh, do, do we go back to the 90s now? Is this a recent article or is this like an this is, article? This was
0: posted on the 21st of October 2019, so six days ago. Well, I mean, further than that once this is posted. Okay, have you heard of Ken Ham? He's the guy that runs the Noah's Ark Museum thing.
1: I've I've heard of the Noah's Ark Museum, but I didn't know it was run by a guy named Ken Ham. Is it Ham with, like, two M's? No, just
0: one M. Like
1: the lunchmate.
0: Yeah, this guy's kind of weird. I suggest doing a little bit of reading on this guy because he's kind of a nut job. Along with checking Halloween candy for choking hazards and other concerns, parents might want to inspect for something else. Propaganda. Creationist Ken Ham, who runs a Noah's Ark-themed attraction in Kentucky, is encouraging his followers to hand out a Halloween gift that's more trick than treat. One way you can make the most of this once-a-year opportunity is by giving gospel tracts to children and or their parents, along with candy and treats, he wrote on his website. Ham suggests giving away the items he sells, including a fake million-dollar bills with pictures of things like a t-rex or noah's ark on the front and warnings of internal damnation on the back and i have to say it has a picture of the million dollar bill with the t-rex on it and it is phenomenal like i really want this track tracked
1: Oh, you said tract? I thought you said track. Like, I thought he was putting, like, cassette tapes in the kids. No, uh... no, like
0: a like a tract, like a uh, religious tract.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was like, here, man, here's my new track, It's hot. Straight out of the gospel track, tract. No, of that would be
0: better. I'll send you the link so you can have a picture of this on the video because okay. this dollar bill is astounding. I love it. Nice. Uh, Ham claims the funny money is worth far more than a million dollars, which would make the retail price of eight ninety nine for 200 of them an absolute steal. Have you ever lied, stolen, or used God's name in vain? Yes. A message on the back of one of the bills reads... If so, you've broken God's law. The penalty for your crimes against God is death and eternal hell because God is holy and just.
1: Whoa whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, So you, you break one rule and under this guy's eyes, you're now going going straight to hell. Listen, we're
0: not going to talk about theology on this. I know we've talked about Satan and now we're talking about creationism, but I'm not talking about theology.
1: On I'm this just talking podcast. about raw, raw, raw logic. Even, I even just like, all right, God says he's going to do this with thing. But wait, no. OK, we're not we're not talking about biblical stuff on this podcast right now. The other
0: bill, which again, Ham wants you to give to little kids on Halloween, warns against lust, which is the same as committing adultery, God sees you as guilty of sin, the bill reads. The penalty of sin is death and eternity in hell. Kids love these, Ham claims on his blog. He also urges people to buy and distribute other items he sells, like booklets about the evils of modern-day Halloween. In previous years, Ham has suggested what he calls reverse trick-or-treating, which is you go visit others on Halloween and give them goodies, which of course includes the gospel booklets.
1: Trick or treat. So this guy's like, hey, let's take a play out of that Mormon handbook, and uh, or JW's also, and let's, let's go to people's houses and bug them. Yeah,
0: except like way more annoying it sounds like. But I really want to get my hands on, on some of these dinosaur notes because uh
1: was it how how much eight ninety nine for eight
0: ninety nine for two hundred of them. I just want one.
1: Oh man, yeah, I wish I could just, like a smaller denomination, like like twenty of them for like a buck or something. Yeah, I just
0: want a couple, like just to keep in my wallet. I just want, to have a I want- dinosaur dollar.
1: I want a fat stack of those, and then a, even a fatter stack of those, the old, um, what they call it, Jack Chick. Oh, yeah, the Chick Tracts. Chick tracks, dude, those were, those were great, like... I still find those in the bathroom of my work sometimes, and it's freaking annoying. Some, some of them are hardcore, man, like, we won't yeah. get too deep into it, but some of them was like, god damn, man, it's like... Anyways, uh, I think that's our show for tonight. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone.
0: I'm hoping to release this, like, the night before Halloween, depending on how lazy I am. Um, so I just want to say, you know, stay safe out there. Yes, definitely. If you do any satanic rituals, make sure to go with like organic. Hey, hey we're, ghost not, blood. we're not getting
1: religious, Tristan. We're not getting religious here. Okay, so
0: I'm more comfortable talking about Satanism than others, like uh, Scientology. Yeah, I'm not touching that. Neither am I.
1: That's way too scary. So, any any closing notes, clone of Mike. Nah, um, I feels like I'm uh this I'm a bad clone, so I'm about just to turn into liquid any second now, dematerialize because of <laughs> a bad uh I don't know bad job of cloning.
0: Yeah, I think next week we'll have to bring real Mike back because he actually believed in vampires. Yeah, just go to your closest shack.
1: Um, I'm, I'm getting notes here that I get a commission on every person that visits the shack in the field, so I'm gonna shill that right now. Again, shack in the field. Check out the the Facebook, Twitter. Uh, myspace uh, google plus uh, page for uh, shack in the field thank you all right and remember
0: the real aliens were the friends we made along the way have a good night and happy halloween happy
1: halloween everyone